You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. Hello and welcome back to yet another retro review courtesy of your very own wrestling purists. My name is Ryan and alongside Jeff, this is number 25. Ooh. Yeah, we're already uh, a quarter way to the century mark. It doesn't um, it doesn't feel that way. No, it doesn't. Look at us chugging along. Um, I will I, I will tell you there was that stretch of WCW ones and it kind of felt like it was dragging. <laughs> uh, felt like we've been doing the show for 30 years for <laughs> for about three weeks, about a month, maybe a good solid month. All the all the Lex Luger matches and the Rick Flair chicanery and the Kevin Nash run-ins and stop saying it. <laughs> um well don't worry, you have nothing to worry about for this episode. We're talking about Global Wars 2015. This is the uh, co-run, or this is the co-produced show between Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, They normally did these in two-night events. Uh, The second night was more for TV tapings, and the first night was the pay-per-view, which is what we are going to look at. Uh, We've talked about it a ton of times before on our on our show, just the influence that anything Ring of Honor in the 2010s, uh, pre, pre all in, I would say probably pre like 2017 ish, I think, um, is like the golden years of, of, of Ring of Honor. Would, would you agree? Uh, absolutely. And look, this is, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Okay, a lot of um, a lot of great individuals have come out of there. This is at the Ted Reeve Arena. Um, if you know anything about Ted Reeve, um, essentially treat him like a Canadian superhero. So, um, of course, name an arena after him. So, um, but let's jump right in because I'm really excited for this show really excited to talk about it um we start with the we started the pre-show match it is dalton castle over donovan dijak um there's a fun fun fact he hasn't had a match um since before wrestlemania poor donovan dijak god it's my guy i i i know it's your guy I just, uh, again, by no means did I think WWE was going to do right by him necessarily, but I tell you that to tell you that, like, I figured he would be a star there mm-hmm. just in the sense of, like, he's a big guy that they, you know, they like those type of guys usually. Like, you know, like, he's huge, his body's right, you know, so I thought, like, okay, well, like, they'll find, you know, something for him to do. They found something for him to do all right. Um yeah, you know, go, get behind a mask and then nothing. Go, go, go fucking stand at catering, which, which sucks. Um, but, and it's so wild because I was, because I was on Twitter, it was either yesterday or the day before, and they actually released, um, 
it was it was like a different uh, Donovan Dijak play playable character, and it was the feast your eyes gimmick, which is what he had in NXT Black Black and Gold. So if we're gonna put that out as like a DLC, why are we not getting that on TV? I, I, again, I haven't seen him in so long, so I, I, he's not okay. He's uh, he's obviously not what a T bar or whatever whatever. He's still he he's still your fucking T bar. Uh, oh, he is, but he's not all like. No, he's still he's still T bar, but he's essentially he's essentially a teapot. He's just sucking up everything around him. Because he still is he, he still doesn't he's still not like like fatigues and all that is he like is he? He's a he's essentially the same. <sighs> R.I.P. to Donovan Dijak. Also, R.I.P. to Dalton Castle, who can't get a win on a on AEW though. So. <laughs> well, that's that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that because we're gonna go through a lot of these matches, and there's a good amount of people on this show that are either with um, that are either with AEW currently, which you know in 2015, either you're a younger guy or, or you're like a middle of the road kind of guy as far as age goes. Some are in Ring of Honor, some are in Impact, so they're still hanging around. And even some in New Japan, um, but Ring of Honor, as you said before, is dead. And I think it's it's not it's not the match quality. I I, I want to say that first because I think what we saw from 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 Supercard of Honor there were there were some really great matches. There was the FTR Briscoes match that was above and beyond. Um, everything else was fine. There, there was nothing wrong with the match quality. It's the feel. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's what you would feel when you watch this show and something was special. And then you watch that Super Card of Honor show and it's just another cog in the system now. It's just another branch of, a, of, of AEW. And it needs to be its own entity. Yep, and some people aren't gonna, they're not gonna understand what we're saying, and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. We're not, you know, well, we are purists, but you're gonna hear us, and you're not, again, you're not gonna understand. You're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Mm-hmm. It's not the same. The Ring of Honor is dead, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. All things come to an end. I don't have a problem with it. Trust, trust me, I've emotionally got over it, but yeah, it's. <sighs> It's like that, I don't know, like your favorite pair of jeans or slippers or shorts or, you know, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. you can get new ones and the new ones are actually better than the ones that you had. But it's not the old ones. It's, yeah, just, it's, not- just, some, it's just something about them. And I'm totally fine with, you know, pe- you know people say Tony Khan's a big you know, wrestling fan. That's fine. That's great. You, you bought your ring of honor. So it didn't go to somebody like like a, like a Sinclair group that didn't care about professional wrestling. But I don't think he should be running it. I think he should be the owner and then let somebody else run it because they can put the Ring of Honor feel back into it. And I'm kind of hoping that um, – I really hope that Christopher Daniels kind of comes from that AEW side of production over to Ring of Honor because I really think that he gets it. He yeah. being being well he's a 
I mean, he's a ring around a day one -er, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're like, going to see him here about halfway through this card. I mean, he was a ring of honor guy. He was a TNA guy. Uh, I mean, he's been everywhere and then he's back in ring of honor. And then now he's not wrestling as much. So he's doing a lot of producing, but I, but I feel like the matches that he does produce and the, and the talent that he does work with, I feel like he's the perfect guy to be, to be like the ring of honor booker. You know, I, I don't think you need to bring anybody else from the from from the outside. You have plenty of guys backstage at AEW that can carry that torch. You have you have guys like Dean Malenko, Jerry Lynn. Mm -hmm. I could go on and on, but I think Tony Khan needs to stay focused with everything he's booking with AEW. Let somebody else do the Ring of Honor stuff. You don't need to do that. You're already booking four shows a week, essentially. Yep. So. Well, there's no two cents about that. Uh, let's let's go to the opener here. Uh, we have Moose and uh, Gato here in 2015, uh, uh, being accompanied by Stokely Hathaway and one Miss Vita Scott, taking on the team of Silas Young and Takaki Watanabe. Uh, you may also know him better as. Every villain is lemons. That's evil. Um, I thought this was an okay opener. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I love the last real man, Silas Young. Oh. Um, but if he's... No, no, I don't want to disrespect Silas Young. I take that back. I'm not saying if he's leading, you're in trouble. No, because he can wrestle his ass off. Yeah. But if, if Silas Young is the guy in the ring with the most charisma, then you're probably in trouble. Like, <laughs> and again, not that he's not, a, he has charisma, but in a heel way. Um, yes. Moose is a star, but he's green here, not his fault. Um, God, Montanabe slash evil is so weird seeing him like this because he hasn't hit his stride yet. You know, he's not just kind of floating around and when he's out of shape. Lord, he looks <laughs> compared to like what he looks like now you know yeah um yeah uh this again it just was it wasn't a bad match it, mm. it was an okay match um but i mean i, I think you know guys want to get on the card and they gotta not tyler shun but moose and guantanabe and they gotta cut their teeth somehow so yeah yeah um Personally, I would have swapped this with the pre-show match. I think that um, yeah. the whole, you know, Dalton Castle entrance on its own merit to go with his typical in-ring in work is, is, I think, a really good way to get your show started. Match was, I think, on par with this. Um, but everybody got their spots. Um it was it was very cool. I think in the beginning of the match to see Gato work, working over Evil as much as he was. Yeah, um, but he was up to you know his usual devious ways and his and his and his tricks, uh, which right on par with what he's still doing in 2022. But average opener, we've seen better. Um, like you said, got to cut your teeth some somehow. Um, Silas Young what, this is probably this is what I kind of want to do as 
you know, we kind of go go through and like guys like Silas Young, who's essentially been a Ring of Honor lifer, you know, mm-hmm. um, where does he lie in this new landscape of professional wrestling? Do you think? Um, I mean, I'd say he's an outlier because I love Silas Young and he's great, but in this, I don't know, flippity floppity, um, you know, everybody's in you know modern wrestling where everybody's in on it like i just don't know how he's going to be used because he has to be used seriously like you know you can't be you can't be like messing him over and using him in some weird way because he's 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 legit you know yeah so and he's you know an older gentleman at this point in his career i mean he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of wrestling left but uh, you know i don't know if it's who or when it is and where it is, I don't know. Um, I think he would be a perfect fit for a place like NWA right now, which oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. which it's it's the fact that you can cut old old school promos like you see on NWA every week. It's the fact that you can still get quality matches in the ring with all the talent that they already have, and it's on a small scale. I don't think. He's necessarily a guy that at his age, I think he's either 40 or 41. He's 42. Sorry. Um, I don't, I don't think you're going to be a WWE guy at this point in your career. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, but we just saw Johnny elite debut this last Wednesday on dynamite. He's not officially signed. Um, but I know that John Morrison's probably around 40. Um, a, a lot of elder statesmen on AEW as it is. But I I think that'd be a good fit for him. I would really love to see him back somewhere. I think he has a ton of a ton to offer uh, to wherever he goes. So uh, but in the long run here, uh, with with the match, uh, we do get Gato and Moose going over. And because uh, Watson ate the pin, uh, Silas Young attacked him after the match. <sighs> yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm with you. Um, he definitely would be a good um, manager liaison, you know, because he has that old, good, old school feel and you mm-hmm. can push him as like a, you know, you guys need to respect wrestling or – you know, you know what I'm saying? He could come in and have a problem with wrestling and it is it's almost it's almost you know can can write itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Up next we have uh what was originally said to be a singles match, but is now a three-way match uh between uh Chris Sabin, Kushida, and Kyle O'Reilly. So the original match was Supposed to be Saban and Kushida. Um, and then we were supposed to have uh, Red Dragon in the tag team title match later. Bobby Fish had some, uh, he had he had some issues with uh, travel and getting into Canada. Um, couldn't make it. So they jammed Kyle O'Reilly into this match. And... and it kind of made sense because leading into this, uh, Saban was one of the guys 
uh, that help the addiction re- retain uh, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles against Red Dragon. At times, it feels like with this match, you can tell that there wasn't supposed to be a third guy in this match, but a lot of times you can't tell because all three guys, incredible workers, um, especially here in 2015, above and beyond. Um, This this is a really good uh, three-way match. Had a lot of good three-way spots in it. Um, I think I honestly would prefer this rather than just a Saban and Kushida match, honestly. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was really good, and I mean, shocker, but all three guys can work. the The way they were working together um, was really good, and you know, not necessarily like oh, everybody, everybody just you know weighing, sit, standing outside the ring. There was a little bit of that, yes, but for the most part, um, this was a good match. And there also was, I noticed on this card, a lot of room outside the ring like in the corner so they kind of use that a little bit um without um abusing it i guess you know mm-hmm. they're using some of the space without like you know being a some type of name your city that you're in street fight um so yeah i enjoyed it yeah yeah this this was and it looks like they use the original finish too, because Kushida would win. He would, uh, he'd have save, uh, he'd, he'd have Chris Saban tap out to the hoverboard lock. Um, but everything looks really well in here, really smooth. Um, doesn't seem like they really shoehorned anything in or forced anything. Um, I also don't think anything was particularly spectacular to where, to where I know we're saying, you know, that it's a really good match. Everything's really good. Um, but that's it, though. It, it's, 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 it's really good. Everything's smooth. Nothing higher than I would give maybe like a four-star to five. Um, but honestly, if I had anything more to give this, it, maybe give it a couple extra minutes. I feel like um, felt maybe a little rushed towards uh, – the, you know, day towards towards the denouement of the match. Um, yes, but that's because this this um, main event's gonna have to, you know, what I'm saying, need all the time they can get, you know. Yeah. I, another thing. Oh, good. Go ahead. You're good. Another thing too, like not personal. Like I don't mean this in a bad way. Like he's fine, but like I hate Chris Saban. And I mean that from like uh, I, I, I mean that from like he's doing his job correctly. Like I just hate Chris Saban. Every time I see him on a card, it, it's not like Lex Luger here, but it's like, oh god, Chris Saban. Because Chris Saban, not work. because he can't. You know, no, yeah, not because he can't wrestle. Not because he's not good. <laughs> I just don't like Chris Saban. Like, ugh. and his little like mom cut, his little mom hair, like, ugh, get my nerves. Out of out of all the things to say about this match, it's not what I thought you were gonna say, but <laughs> stand Chris Saban. Um yeah, uh definitely better than our opener though. Um as we move on to our next matchup, it is the kingdom. That's right, the OGs. I mean Matt Taven and good old Mikey Bennett. 
They are taking, oh, sorry. They are with Maria taking on uh, the tag team of Matt Seidel and the legendary Jushin Thunder Liger. And I feel like Liger gets the end of the stick, the short end of the stick every single time he's in like a tag match in the States or he is in any sort of big spot match in the States. It's kind it's kind of upsetting. Yeah, it's almost like he's he's obviously a legend, but he's also like brought in to sell tickets and then do a job. You yeah. know, sometimes, which sucks because he's Jason Liger. Now, to be fair to him, he also had years of actually being the guy too. It just was a while ago compared to some of your new wrestling fans, but yeah. Now, I will say the one mat, the one spot of this match, I watched it and I paused it right after and I said, This has got to be Jeff's favorite spot and moment in this entire match. Okay. And what spot is what spot is that, guy? <laughs> um, this is the spot where Jushin Thunder Liger um is is attempting to be distracted by Maria um, and Liger takes a motorboat ride. Uh, the legendary Jushin Thunder Liger motorboating Maria Canellis. Yeah. Um, as much as I want to bash it, and we should. It's really pierced, good. It is really good. It's, 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 if, if it was anybody else, <laughs> like – this is this is where you can use stuff like this in the correct way, in the sense of like you just would never guess Jason Thunderliger would do this, you know. <laughs> so the fact that he did it, you know, it, it was, you know, it caught you off guard a little bit. Yeah, and um, what's really great about this is that it does immediately lead to the finish. Um, they go ahead and take advantage of it. And they pin Matt Seidel to get the win uh, after the hail mark. And honestly, we, we knew what the finish was coming in. The Kingdom were uh, the current IWGP Tag Team Champions. So we, we knew what the finish was going to be. We didn't know how it was going to happen. Um, I thought it was a very unique twist. Um, one that, like, like I said, I stopped. I knew you were going to like it, and I went back and I watched it again because I was like, there's no way that just happened. Um, but this is a well-worked tag tag match. Yeah. Um, everybody got spots. Light Liger's over as he always is, as he should be. Um, I know we'd get more Liger singles matches in the States here down coming down the road. Um, but I think, I, think, I think Liger is the real star of this match. As as he always is, um, it's it's just every time he has a match in the states, he always tends to work a little harder. It seems like, especially in the you know latter days of his career. Yeah, I feel like it's 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 one of those things like he's trying to still justify that he can go at this stage in his career, but at the same time, not everybody in the United States has seen him, which is a travesty. Mm-hmm. No, no, it gives a little bit extra, but um, the yeah, Kingdom he, win. 
he's great at what he does. And also there's something to be said about someone that can do all this, like while wearing a mask. So you can't give facials, you can't sell, you know, just wrestling one-on-one stuff. It's harder, you know, when you have a mask on and just, it's a testament to how, how good the guy actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did really undersell this finish. Um, Matt Seidel going for a shooting star press and then eats a super kick and then hits yeah. the Hail Mary. Oh, okay. So good. <sighs> On to our next match. It is Cedric Alexander taking on the Rainmaker himself. Um, the best wrestler in the world, Kazuchika Okada. He is with Gato. And that's not even that, – that's, that's not even a lie. He, he, he is the best wrestler in the world. And this match was supposed to take place last year at War of the Worlds 2014. Um, but it was storyline that um, the decade um, ran, ran in, ran Cedric Alexander off of the show. Um, so, um, Jeff, go ahead. I'll let, I'll let you start off with this one. What did you think? Um, I enjoyed this. Um, spoiler alert. I'm an Okada Mark, but <clears throat> Cedric Alexander is a really good wrestler. Um, so this worked. Uh, it's kind of two different styles, mm-hmm. um, but they but they also had like a little bit of like you know holds and headlocks and with the right amount of clotheslines and lariats and flipping around like not flipping around but like you know Alexander's really athletic so you know he's going to do his stuff too mm-hmm. and it 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 was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, again, you know. Okada can just have a match with everybody. And I think mm-hmm. that's a trait that people don't understand. They assume, you know, that if you're not doing all these moves or whatever, then it's not a good match. No, if a guy can have a good match, just like Flair, obviously Flair is not, he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Um, but the oxymoron it. Oh, well, he, he it, Rick Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. No, oh, it's okay. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because of his wrestling ability. Like, no, like, uh, obviously. But, again, you're talking about another guy who didn't have a bad match necessarily and believable, you know, for the time period and all that. Okada is that way to me. I mean, he just can have a match with anybody. Like, you know, like, he he could wrestle – what's what's his face? What's uh, – almost uh, – what, what's uh, – now he's with MVP, the Giant. Omos. Omos. Yeah. Omos. He could wrestle him and it would be an okay match because Okada is that good. Um, no, I mean, he's not the only one that, that he's not the only one that has this ability, but man, Okada for me is a curious wrestler. I completely agree. Um, I'll double down with that. And, um, and there is not a bad Okada match that I've seen as of late. Not even close. Um, I know there's some hyperbole there when you're talking about Omos because uh, he can't he can't wrestle. No, I mean, he's terrible. Not going to happen yet. But um, to to your point, um, I really enjoyed Cedric Alexander in this match because he was able to keep up, and and, and yeah. I think that's and, and I think that's part of the battle when 
you're in the ring with with Okada is could he carry you to like a five star match? More than more than likely, um, if you're better than you know like a broom handle, he you could probably have at least a four star. Um, Cedric Alexander kept up with everything, and it looked so smooth, so fluid. Yep. And even though you knew Okada was going to win because a he's Kazuchika Okada. Um, be they're still continuing this Cedric Alexander losing streak because um, they did not adhere to the code of honor either. Um, that it, it was still believable to the point that it was enjoyable and you didn't really care about that around the middle part to the end part of this match, you know, and that's great. That's what a wrestling match is supposed to do. You already know what's going to happen. And it's still a great match. Yep. It, and he's and he's so good that you, you could even say, like, well, like Okada's so good, like, what does he do? Like, start naming his moves. And don't worry, you can name a couple. Rainmaker. Oh, uh, you know, Rainmaker, you know, Red Ink. Like, I mean, like, don't wrong, like you can name some, but he's just that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he like, you know, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to have a match where he hits all these spots. He has to hit his rainmaker, yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in his his pile driver. But I'm just saying, like, mm. he can have a whole match and just hit the rainmaker, and it's fine. Like yeah. he's just that good. And I and there, I know I sound like a fanboy because I am, but there's there's just something that I and Cod, you can attest to it a little bit. You know, I'm speaking for myself, not Cod, but there's he just has something. There's just something about it. There's just something about him, something about his wrestling, something about how everything comes together and works that you just can't explain. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And not to mention how strong commentary is on this match. Um, not to mention how strong it is the entire night. But let's 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 be honest there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, we're talking about ring, we're talking about Ring of Honor commentary here. Um, but the fact that they sold, I, it was it was almost the desperation aspect of Cedric Alexander needing this win, and they they put it over so well that you fell for it. And to my point earlier, that's exactly why you fall in love with this match. Yeah. Um, not because it's Kazuchika Okada, not because it's um, Cedric Alexander. You're sold as match because commentary and the in ring work makes you believe that this is worth caring for yeah and and also i think kevin kelly he he said you know there's points in wrestling you know he was like where you just need to be quiet and he was like you know akata coming out in his entrance he was like (sighs) you 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 know you just shut up and you be quiet you know yeah and this is it's it's all the little things. Uh, um, there's a spot where like, he just gets kind of like rolled out the ring to the, you know, like he's going out the ring and he's holding on to the rope. And like, you see his hand and like one finger cut, you know, like his hand loses grip off the thing. And it's kind of all the way down to like one finger and he just slips off. It's just, just little stuff like that. It's, you know, again, if you know what you're looking for, do you know what you're looking for? Like, you know, if you're looking for, you know, V triggers out the wazoo and one when they when when the angels in a hundred miles per hour. This ain't it. Mm-mm. But but can we can we also talk talk about the 
um somebody working the lights during this match or something or oh god yeah yeah let's talk about that because i feel like this is what people remember a lot of this match for um is the power went out during two separate occasions in this match um i read into it there was a bad storm that night in toronto and not only did the power go out, but the commentary kind of went out a little bit as well. And that doesn't play into the point that Jeff brought up, which is, you know, certain points in, you know, wrestling, watching matches and whatnot, you need to just stay quiet. Uh, that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> like, le- le- legitimately, if you watch this match for what it is, um, it's really good. Um, don't get distracted by the lights, though. Yeah, you did mention Kevin Kelly. Who is on commentary with Kevin Kelly? Um, you know my guy, Steve Carino. <laughs> they kill it all Steve. night. I love me some Carino, especially all the ECW stuff. Um, I've said this before. He's actually like low key, like CM Punk 1.0. It's actually Steve Carino. Um, you watch CM Punk and some of the stuff he does and how he looks and kind of how he wrestles and, you know, well, not all the way Steve Carino, but, you know, um, Carino-ish. Um, ECW days are back in the day days. Um, but, yeah, love me some Steve love me some Steve Carino. Yeah, so if we haven't made it a point already, uh, the finish, Okada hits the tombstone, hits the rainmaker, gets the win. Uh, post-match, Cedric Alexander does not shake Okada's hand. Still slowly building this uh, heel-to-heel turn coming up for Cedric Alexander, which we have covered on this show before. So um, go ahead and check that out. As we move on to our next match, I incorrectly called it the tag team title match earlier, so I apologize. It's just a three-way match. Um, This would be uh, the decade that would be Adam, and that would be Hangman Adam Page, your current AEW world champion, and your boy BJ Whitmer. And they are with Colby Carino. Um, they are taking on the teams of The Addiction, that would be uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, and Rapongi, Rapongi Vice, that would be Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero, and it is a damn shame we did not get Red Dragon in this match because I think um, I think they would have added something to this match that was definitely missing. Um, I think that I think that Adam Page was still kind kind of green in the sense that he was still trying to find where his character was. Um, then you had the other four guys that are just working in this match. And I, at this point, I don't think the the decade as a tag team are quite there yet. Um, as a as a team and entertainment wise, I think they're just kind of bland. Um, and then this is this is crazy. Who's who's working face face in this match? Uh, 
I mean, I guess Beretta and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess Rapungi for what it's worth. Like, right? Kind of? Yeah. I mean, like, like, I mean, if, if we're, well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's up for discussion, but, <laughs> you know, or, 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 they, or we, we, we can agree they should, they, they, they should be the guys working, right? Face, should. Right. Yeah. I mean, in 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 reality, though, it was supposed to be Red Dragon that were that Whoa. were in face here, yeah. um, and that's what I think kind of loses it for me in this match. And the in the in ring is fine; it's good. I think it's better than the tag match that we saw earlier on this card. Um, yeah. Again, I just don't. I think that the I think the decade here were kind of off to the side. They didn't really fit in this match because I think the work that Rapongi Vice and the Addiction did together were great. Yeah, well, um, it, it, and I, if we're and, ranking them, yeah, they're definitely, you know, yeah. lower than the, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like they carried the match. Their work together really did. Um, what, uh, uh, what say you? No, yeah, um, I think you're right. Um, for me, Rapungi was kind of the workhorses in this, and necessarily, which is weird because Rocky Romero is not a not a younger gentleman. He's not mm-hmm. terribly old, but he's not a younger gentleman. Yeah. Um, God, I remember seeing this Adam Page, um, you know, way back when, seeing him on like spot shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's way better now. Um, his charisma isn't is still the same, like a two by four, and that's why his ring of honor. I mean, I mean, that's why his world championship title run is like you know. I'm sorry to get on him, but sidebar in another six months or a year, I'm like, hey, you guys remember Adam Page's uh, um, AEW title run? Yeah, me either. Um, but anyway. Yeah, uh, this match isn't terrible. It's it's definitely better than than the other tag match. I think you have more going on here with guys that are being able to work and like they know how to lead, they know how to follow. That you know they 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 know what they're doing. Um, so yeah. Um, I definitely don't think we needed this match to go as long as it did. That's for sure. Um, this is the longest match to this point. Um. It goes almost 15 minutes, and I feel like if we cut that a couple minutes, this would have been just fine. Um, but the uh, the addiction do get the win here because um, uh, Aaron steals the pin. Um, they are the current tag team champions, but I think because they removed Red Dragon from this match that made it a non-title. Um, mm-hmm. which is, which is, which is fine by me. That yeah, it makes okay. sense. Yeah. Good. Next up, we have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. This is New Japan Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, and taking on Jordan Miles. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. I had to. Uh, taking on ACH. Uh, 
Not Jordan Miles. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'll let you go first for this one. Um, so I actually love both of these guys. Um, ACH, uh, which is weird, who, you know, you would think I don't – well, I, I generally don't like Flippy Floppy, and he's Flippy Floppy to, to some extent. Yeah. Um, but I just – I have always liked ACH. Um, and Nakamura goes without saying. Um, and I'm not knocking the Nakamura that, that we have in WWE. You know, he's a little bit older. He's done everything you could possibly do in wrestling. Get your money. Um, enjoy America. Enjoy the travel. You know, seeing the country. You know, I'm not knocking him there. But this Nakamura here is prime time uh, Nakamura, especially when you're talking to some of the rest Wrestle Kingdoms. And I get. If you've never seen him before, he's probably not your cup of tea, and that's fair. You know, he's definitely an acquired taste. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's just a legit shooter, a legit badass, and I think this match has a little bit of everything. You have, sure some, of strong, you have some of the strong style. You have some of the hokey stuff. You have some <laughs> of the, um, you know, you got a dance battle kind of. Like, there you go. You know, like a little mini dance battle. Um, which I'm a purist and I'm going to sound like a hypocrite, which I don't like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but, but the thing, the difference here is that this is ring of honor and this isn't being portrayed as the best wrestling in the world on a, on a national tele- televised show, mm-hmm. you know, that's the difference. Um, but yeah, um, I enjoyed this match. Um, you also got red shoes on the call, Cod. I, I yes yeah. yes the first thing yeah. I have in my notes red shoes yeah. with like seven O's um this is comparable for me this is comparable to uh the set to the to the Cedric Alexander Kazuchika Okada match in yeah. the in the form of both of these guys are incredibly talented um Nakamura this is 2015 not Nakamura he's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now and Okada's right there with him. And we're going to see in the next match that uh, we've got two guys that could probably be in there right with him. Um, but this is, we know who's going to win this match already. And that's totally fine. Because the commentary sells you, the in-ring sells you. Uh, the, the, this is a great match. This is yeah. really great. Um, like Jeff said, it's got a lot of everything. Um, the 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 mini dance off didn't really throw me off that that bad. I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't egregious to where, like, yeah, it was like, like kind of like a and they're, and they're like rubbing elbows, like, hey, here here we go. It's it's going back and forth, and like, what's the difference between that than than like a stand there and like I punch you, then you punch me, like as in like a mm-hmm. you know that that type of deal. It was done. They were in and out of it like that. So again, not awful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and th- this is not verbatim the same as the Alexander Okada match, but there are a lot of similar points to be made between this match and that match. Uh, we would have Nakamura get the win. He would hit the Bomaye, not quite the... Uh, not not quite what it's called today, but still, uh, 
Nakamura would get the win. Uh, Kinshasa! Kinshasa. We, yeah, we, which is still not a bad name, but still. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, were you expecting more out of this match? Um, yeah, I guess necessarily. But n- now that I think about it, I remember this this main event, so I just assumed that everything was up against it. If I had to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I, I may be putting looking into looking too far into it or blaming stuff. I probably shouldn't. Maybe should be blaming. I don't know. But like, I I don't know. Once you see the you know like the ending, not the ending, but the main event and all all that's in that, like oh yeah, then you know that you're going to have time, but you better hurry up because all the time's going to that main event. Yeah, or so you think. Well, <laughs> as we'll find out here in a little bit, but on to our next match. Uh, this is for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. Uh, this is uh, Jay Lethal uh, defending against Tetsuya Naito. Um, honestly, this, this television title, Jay Lethal, at this point, I don't think he's getting the love he deserves, as always. I think this is very – this, this is pretty egregious for me. And this is on Ring of Honor. This has nothing to do with the show. Um, Jay, Jay Lethal is probably uh, one of your top five talents you have on your roster at the point, at the moment. And he's your television champion, which is fine. But – I, I'm struggling with why we're not using him more or why we're yeah, not putting this, him in the spotlight more. Yeah, but this is 2015, right? Yeah. Okay, so he so he goes on later in the year to, to win it off of Jay, right? I believe so. Okay, so okay, so if I'm I'm, I'm not yelling at you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm no, no, trying no, to no, bog, you're, boggle my own no. brain and trying to, you know. Yeah, so if we're using that logic, then like, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it here because he he isn't. In hindsight, we know how it ends. So, um, yeah, I think he's. I actually think he's right where he needs to be. Are you just saying like, not a bigger deal yet, or like, wait, not wait, a wait, not wait. a bigger deal yet? And I think he should be, but you're absolutely That's right. That's fair. I mean, we've no, covered I mean, we covered best of the world twenty fifteen. This is where. Um, yeah. That's where we would get the Alexander Heel turn, like we talked about earlier. Uh, Jay he, Lethal he, would win it all. He takes off after this because yeah. he one, I think he's here. He's your he's your longest reigning television champion. Then he beats Jay, and he's the first television, um, you know, world heavyweight champ, you know, champion. And then Truth Martini, and then I mean, I mean, he just goes to. I mean, I. I that run is what is what put Jay Lethal. Well, no, I'll take that back. Jay, if if you, if you know what you're looking for, Jay Lethal's always been Jay Lethal. But I mean, that mm-hmm. run with the TV title and the World Heavyweight Championship is what you know. He was Mister ROH, and like he just kind of became. He, he went to another level, and it's weird because again, like I love Jay Lethal, and I always thought like, oh, well, he could be the guy. But still, sometimes, like, you actually don't know until you're the guy. Um, I know I'm getting on I, I'm getting on Adam Page, but, like, oh, like, he's a world heavyweight champion. 
but does anybody care? You know, like, like seriously, you know, like mm-hmm. they don't, you know, like, and I'm not saying it's not deserved by him. You know, I know I'm telling I'm just getting on Adam Page, but I'm just using it like a, as an example. Like, yeah, it goes both ways. Like, I mm-hmm. again, I love Jay Lethal. And I was like, oh, well, Jay Lethal. Yeah, obviously he could be champion, but it, it worked for him. But some mm-hmm. guys, it doesn't like I wanted Roddy to be champion so bad, too. When Roddy became champion, he wasn't the guy. He just didn't have that it, you know, it was well deserved for him, but he didn't mm-hmm. have it to you know tote the the belt like uh this this oh go ahead sorry no 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 you're fine i can i completely agree um to your point jay uh, jay lethal held on to this uh for 567 days yeah and i heard you say roddy strong because that's who would take it off of him that would be uh glory by honor um so this is a legendary run from Jay from Jay Lethal. Um and then uh, again Tetsuya Naito. This is 2015 Tet- Tetsuya Naito. So it's we're 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 still getting there. We're still getting yeah. there with him. Um Jay Lethal's your boy. What did you think of this match? Uh, I loved it. I'm being a homer, maybe, you know, but uh, I mean, I, I, listen, I am very objective. I have no problems with someone calling me out like, oh, Jeff, that's bullshit. You just like Jay Lethal. Yes, I do. <laughs> but again, I, I'm objective. I have no problem saying that. Uh, um, yeah, I, I love Jay Lethal. I think this is a great match. Naito is an actual star, too. And mm-hmm. again, I, I'm going to get into this later, but like, never forget that we have people out here that like didn't watch any of this you know or Mm -hmm. caught the ass end of 2017 like this wrestling was going on for a long time uh you know my motto on this show you could have seen all these guys for 30 (laughs) dollars that's gonna be on hey that's gonna be on the shirt and again like that can also be a detriment and why ring of honor is in the position that it's in now and i understand that but you know, you could have seen all this wrestling in a who's who, like this roster from top to bottom. And half of the guy, well, even more than half the guys are on TV now and held into, a, you know, held up to a like, oh, man, uh, uh, AEW, so the best wrestling on the planet. And like, that's why I take, you know, and it's not that it's AEW, their name could be any promotion, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, but Ring of Honor was doing this almost 10 years ago. Well, it was 10 years ago, but you know, seven eight nine years ago at this point and nobody cared <laughs> nobody yeah. cared well the hardcores cared but mm-hmm. drives me insane um what did you think of donovan dijack and his uh presence in this in in this oh, contest oh uh I understand what they were trying to do with Jay mm-hmm. Lethal because he's been on this is you know he's he was been on this heel, um, kind of lie cheat steal type deal. Um, I you didn't need it here if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I actually didn't like that aspect, and I also tend to not like bigger guys. I you know me I'm a purist I'm an old school guy. I don't like my huge big muscle guys doing 
chicken shit heel things. You know what I'm saying? Like Truth mm-hmm. Martini is the guy, he's not here, but Truth Martini is the guy that's pulling legs and like under the ropes and doing that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, your bigger guys, like back in the day, you know, like prime example in the midnights. Cornette's the guy that's putting the knee in your back, hitting you with a racket, tripping you under the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, well, he wasn't big Bubba Rogers, but Bubba Rogers, you know, a big boss man when he was his, their muscle. Like that's the guy that's beating you up, that's slamming you outside. You know, like I, I think that's a, a, a recipe that should never change. You know, so again, mm-hmm. like I, I don't like Dijak doing. I don't want my big guy like Dijak turning like what? Like I gotta go to the back? Like you know, like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that, that that should be your chicken shit smaller guy. You know, not your what's he six eight or so you know what i'm saying like six mm-hmm. nine guy no yeah this um this whole presentation of this match i think is a tale of two sides i think um just lethal and and naito in the ring it's really great um i think you have dijack out there doing the truth martini shtick and it does take a little bit something out of it for, for me. I think you could have done everything you did in that match without Donovan Dijak doing what he did. And I'm not saying it's a whole lot, but it's enough to the point where you look at this match from like a different perspective, you know, it, 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 it could have been, been great, but, it, uh, but it's just really, really good. You didn't need that. You didn't need to add it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to use him to to use the, you know, to get heat and do that type of stuff, no problem. You know, but he, he doesn't have to get like sent off. Like sent off. Good lord, I'm talking about soccer. He does. He does have to get sent to the back and do all like. Nah, he doesn't need to do all that. Now, um, but this is a Jay Lethal match. Like to a to a T. This is a Jay Lethal match. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not like we're talking about a a Kevin Nash match or a John Cena match where there's spots you gotta hit. Like I like this is a Jay Lethal match where there is a start, a middle, and a finish. Um when Lethal retain uh Lethal retains, he hits the lethal injection on Naito. Um this is this is huge. This is a really big moment in this in this card. Because um, you look at all the results um, heading into this next match, and you had Nakamura go over. Um, you had Okada go over. You had Kushida go over. Um, you had the IWGP Tag Champs go over. So it's a big night for, for, for New Japan. And then... Jay Lethal, the franchise, pulling out the win for, for for Ring of Honor, and the first match is kind of a hodgepodge because you got Gato, who's a New Japan guy, you know, Evil's a New Japan guy, Moose and you know Silas Young are doing their thing in Ring of Honor. So this is the first real win on on the evening for Ring of Honor, and that's huge. Um, 
because we'll talk about in our next match, spoiler alert, the Ring of Honor guy does not win. Um, this is only really this up to going into the main event, the only Ring of Honor win. Wow, which which I think goes to exactly what you said about about Jay Lethal winning. And that's a, that's an aspect that people don't understand. Um uh, I guess nowadays you don't have it, but like, but like you said, even in 2015, like you said, a guy goes over another guy, like like territory wrestling goes over, over another territory guy, mm-hmm. you know, or like you said, he lethal goes over Naito for New Japan. That's crazy. And AW, you kind of have like, oh, um, I'm getting on Matt Lilly here. Sorry, Matt, but like, oh, this guy didn't have a contract. <laughs> uh, I mean, all right, you know. So like, that's the right to just bury, you know, to just kill him, like. Uh, case, case, case in point. You'll, you'll, you'll never forget about Jeff Cobb and in 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 AEW. His one match against Moxley. ECW or Jeff Cobb one night stand. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of heavyweight title runs, you forget about. Um, but speaking of, on to our next match. It is Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, go. Go ace taking on unbreakable Michael Elgin. And I want to start this one off because I will say the yeah, first I was, I, I, I was about to say, yeah, you 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 take this one first. So I will start by saying this is the longest match of the night, clocking in just over 17 minutes. This match, the first few minutes are so incredibly slow to watch. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, come on, come on. Pick we 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 gotta start picking this up now. Uh, because Elgin's the former Ring of Honor world world champion. So he's he's gotta pick it up. And once we get going, it's really great. Um just such a slow start and I have no idea why why we're working it this way I don't I don't I don't understand it um, but much like to what Okada did with Alexander and Nakamura did with ACH Tanahashi does with Elgin here Elgin works great with Tanahashi Everything is smooth. It's quick. Um, we we talk about this as uh, you know, for as as you know, former football coaches. There's a difference between quickness and speed. I think I think I think you know some. I think some athletes have um, a better quickness to them than a than you know, like a straight end speed. And I think a lot of the flippy matches. These days, they have that they have that fast pace, whereas a really strong match like this one, once it gets going, it's a lot of quick movements instead of a lot of speed going through the match. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, everything here, like you said, it took a uh, Red Shoes in the call again, but it it took a little while to settle into. Um, but I think everything worked here for me, you know, 
And like you said, not so much a hundred miles per hour, but everything precise, everything calculated, everything um, laid in, if you will. It, it's the little, again, it's the little things in, in this match that, that was really good. And again, Michael Elgin gets a lot of heat for a lot of stuff and a lot, some of it's well-deserved and that's fine. But man, his wrestling ability is so good. I mean, he's just so good. He understands wrestling. He understands, you know, selling and storytelling and all that type of stuff. Um, you know, on top of his ability, and he's a hoss and everything else. And I mean, Tanahashi, Tanahashi. So, I, I mean, what do you, you know, I don't need to say anything there. Uh, he's a legend within within his own right. So, all of this stuff works. Uh, this is a good match. And I'd be hard-pressed to tell you, like, if if before someone told you Cod was like, hey man, um, the longest match on here is Tanahashi and and Michael Elgin, you'd be like, what? You know, really? But then you watch the well, me, I would. Then I watched the match. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, not bad. And again, a little slower for my liking in the get go. I understand that, but yeah, it seemed like two veterans here, and especially with Tana, because he knows what the hell he's doing. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and for me, I get on the slow pace that it starts with because it's not what I had expected. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted it to be – you You could have shaved probably around two to three minutes of this, especially with the slow portion of the beginning of the match, and just burnt through it. Um, and I would have been fine, fine with it. Uh, but if you look at this whole card in general, like pick the longest match – and you look at the main event, you're going to say the main, the main event, hands down. Yeah. Um, I think you could have shaved just a couple of minutes off of this, but it's nothing egregious. Um, it's very back and forth. Um, a little sloppy, would, would you say, at points? Uh, yes, yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it, it doesn't take away, like, it, like, it's not super egregious, but I think from what we've seen so far, um, definitely one of the uh, more sloppier matches we've seen to this point. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the two styles, because mm-hmm. Elgin's, he can do a lot of things. He's, he's a brute, he's a powerhouse. There was like a crossbody roll through that kind of didn't work or did work or, mm-hmm. you know. But I also think too, I mean, you know, this is what you have when you have guys that don't necessarily work together all the all the time, you know, which I don't want to make excuses because I mean, as pro wrestling, you should go call it in the ring. But you know, like you said, it wasn't egregious. It wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe they missed, you know. It's not it's it's not AEW level of botchiness. Mm-hmm. Um all the shots, God. All all of them. Uh you can find Jeff on Twitter, Jeff M Hall one. Just side note. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's my problem now. Stop, Kyle. I've, I've got too much of that stuff going on. Yeah, um, <laughs> quite a quite a controversial photo from last night. Uh, you had on there. Um, I see you got a you got a picture with somebody. Um, um, you know, I had my niece, you know, so I had to go and take a picture with my guy, uh, Charles E. Entertainment, or as you guys would know him as Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he looked a little, 
He looks a little different from the last time I saw him, but hey, you know. Yeah. Um, we're all the, the, the best version of himself, right? Funny, funny story because we're already off the rails on this one. Um, we uh, with my with with my son watched uh, the new you know Chippendale Ref- Rescue Rangers movie. Um, would hi- would highly recommend. Um, but in but you know they start off by showing you like how the original series ended, and then they cut to twenty twenty two, and um, they've like they've like up they've they've updated Dale's appearance, so now he looks like uh, kind of you know what you would expect. Uh, animation look like so looks like a 3d guy uh very very chic and then and then chips just while just walking around like uh he was you know, animated in 1991 um and then and it says that uh that that he's had the cgi surgery they said the cgi surgery so <laughs> that's cgi surgery yeah that's a good bit that's a yeah cool bit. yeah it's really it's 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 actually really good it's really good. I would highly recommend it. Um, even if you don't have kids, it's it's actually pretty solid. Um, but to wrap this one up, um, Tana go ace hits the high fly flow. It goes over Elgin. No surprise again. So going into the main event, Jay Lethal. So the only one with a with a win for Ring of Honor. Um, and the main event, it is Bullet Club taking over the world. Um, so at this point, it is um, IWGP heavyweight champion, the phenomenal AJ Styles, um, with uh, with Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, um, and the current IWGP junior tag team champions the young bucks they are taking on the ring of honor all-stars um this is uh quote-unquote the uh five of ring of honor's best um so we have both uh jay and mark the briscoes obviously uh jay the current uh ring of honor world champion just won it off of elgin Roderick Strong and both uh, and both Hanson and Ray Rowe, um, also known as War Machine. Um, obviously, you book yourself. You have to book certain guys in certain matches all over the card. Um, would you say this is these are the top five that Ring of Honor has to offer? Well, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, you know, um, but You're no, fine. because because if you have a top five and if you have a top five and Jelly Eagle's not in it for Ring of Honor, then I'm there's no way. Now, he wasn't going to be in this because he had other like storyline. But if we're just talking yeah. about top five in general, no, Hanson and Rowe probably wouldn't be They're They're great, but they're a tag team. They're not, yep. you know. Um, all right. I'll let you go first. Tell me why this is your match of the night. Uh, so I'm conflicting with this because this is the match of the night, but I just don't like the Young Bucks. Like, and I just don't like. So let me let me ask is, you this: 
Is it the same way that you don't like Chris Saban? Uh, no, no, yes and no. All the heat. (sighs) Okay, so listen. Obviously, this match is good. Um, but again, it's just and and believe it or not, I'm actually more of a purist than Ryan, which is nothing wrong with that. But nothing wrong. This is this is just everybody doing everything to each other for for all the reasons you know it's fine it's a good match people are gonna ooh and ah and look at but i i just don't like again you know me i'm a purist i just don't like the certain spots in the match for like people doing things to people just to do them in spots that don't make any sense like no selling you know like i am yes it's a gimmick but i am a wrestling purist um and i'm gonna bash ring of honor just like i would anybody else i love ring of honor um, again, this is match of the night. I understand that it's a great match. And was it Kevin? Ke- I can't remember if it's Kelly or or uh, Carino who said said you know twenty five years ago you know people wouldn't you know this is the stuff to remember. Well, he said something like people wouldn't enjoy this or something like that. You know, like you wouldn't enjoy this. And he's right. He's like, but this is professional wrestling now. And unfortunately, like he's right. You know, mm-hmm. and the, the, these are the times now, and I understand that. Um. But yeah, uh, it's 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 not as bad as like AEW now. Like they're, they're still tagging, doing things, but like it's beginning to just not not that this match is the beginning, but you know you're starting to see this modern wrestling, this tag team rust, this you know like you know how, how long before we're having eight on eight? And it's, it's a sixteen man, you know, like that'll be coming in another year or two. But I don't know. But all the guys in this this ring are great. AJ Styles is the best leader of Bullet Club. Um, I don't care what anybody tells you. Kenny Omega can kick rocks. AJ Styles was the best leader of Bullet Club. So believable. He was the guy. He held the title. Um, one, they put a they put the belt on a gaijin and one like AJ Styles, which I couldn't believe. I still can't believe it. <laughs> um, I mean, just because he's not there. Like, he's not their guy. You know, they tend to do, like, homegrown guys. He ain't their guy. So, you know, I was surprised with with, with all of that. But, yeah, this is a good match. This this is Ring of Honor, uh, how good they can be. Um, and, again, to be fair to the Bucks and all of them, like, they're good wrestlers. Matt Jackson, to me, is a star. Um, he's a guy. He's the guy that you want to punch in the face and the good – he he's my he's a Matt Taven he's a Nick Saban like that's a guy that I want to punch in the face because he's good at what he does like again he's what Kenny Omega wants to be it's him he should be the singles guy and I hope one day he actually does because he can he can hold it he's almost like reverse Tomatonga for me like you're actually a star Matt Jackson as much as I don't like you you're actually a real star um, and this tag team business is cool and that's what you're known for but you can be a star by yourself. Um, but go ahead, Kyle. I'm running off at the mouth. No, you're totally fine. It leaves me um, to ask you. So right now, all right, as far as leaders of Bullet Club go, mm-hmm. how would how would you rank them? All right, so we're so we're so we're talking about talking about Prince Devitt. Kenny Omega, um, AJ Styles, 
Jay, Jay White. So rank those four. Um, okay, so yeah, one is AJ Styles. Two is Devitt, just because he started the whole thing. Um, three and four, I could care less. Um, uh, I guess, I mean, I'm a homer, so I guess I would put Jay White and then Omega. But mm-hmm. by the time... Yeah, but I mean, but but by the time, to be fair to Jay White, by the time he got Bullet Club, what did he get? You know, yeah, you know, like what what fair. did he get? And Omega's, he wasn't bad, but I mean, again, like is he a bad guy? Like when Devitt was the leader, like oh shit, he's a bad guy. When when um. AJ Styles again, you know, you're like, oh man, like a badass. And then Omega got there, and you're like, um, I guess you're a bad guy. I guess you guys are like a chicken shit heel bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's just my personal opinion. But for me, AJ Styles was the best. And I think it was the like real true gaijin country talking, you know what I mean? Like it just worked for, for me for Bullet Club. Yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you, it was last month when New Japan had their event in Chicago. It's called uh, Windy City Riot. Mm-hmm. Um, Bullet Club had a 12-man tag against the United Empire. Um, Scott, Scott Norton joined Bullet Club that night. Yeah, I saw that. Like, okay. But, but like I said, like, what is Bullet Club? Like... Juice actually looks good now on Bullet Club. He does. He looks he he looks so good. He looks the part. Like you know, so I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen with that. But I I mean, he's the United States champion again. That's for sure. Yeah, he is. I, I I think you need to take it down to bare bones. I think you know all these people like. No disrespect to Chris Bay, but like, should he be in Bullet Club? No, you know, like, even Chase Owens, he's an OG, but I'm tired of seeing his out of shape self, like, just in, like, just there. Yeah. Like, uh, I think Juice looks really good and is believable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and now Tomatanga is out of Bullet Club, you know. Yeah, which both, is fine. Both of GOD are out. Yeah, which is fine. So I'm just interested to see what they're gonna do. And like, yeah, like the, the facto leader is Switchblade, but like, is he? Like, I mean, like he is, but like, you know, I, I don't know. And he came back the other day against Okada. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So, um, right now in in total. And we have 16 members of Bullet Club right now. Yeah, like that's a lot. Um, you've, you've got you got Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Dick to Go, Evil, Gato, Kenta, Show, Ishimori, Tokyo Pimp, Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, Hikuleo, El Fantasmo, and Jay White. And then, and then Juice Robinson. Yeah, like El Phantasmo. Like, he's great, but, like, does he need to be in Bullet Club net, like, at this juncture? No. I mean, you can say that for a lot of guys. Well, you're right. 
some of the guys I don't like Tokyo Pimp. He can stay as long as he wants. But, you know, it's absolutely just, he can. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just saying, like, I mean, like he's an OG. <laughs> so, I, I I don't know. I just we, we could do it. We need we need to episode that. Like, what exactly is, is left of our Bullet Club? Mm, yeah, they don't know. Are they stable? Um, the so back to this match. I I think it's. I think I think we both agree that there is something to there's something for you to enjoy in this match. Mm-hmm. I think um, Jeff being more of a of a purist than I, um, I keep I keep my mind open just a tiny tiny bit more um, when it comes to kind of the you know, the hokey stuff the schlocky stuff um, a little bit of the flippy do. Um, this is this is a this is easily the best match of the card for me. Yeah. Um, it is it is action from start to finish. We had five man super kicks, flips to the outside, um, super five superplex, man super kick. Yeah, us. <laughs> uh, we had a superplex oh, yeah. onto the outside onto a big pile pile of people. Um, I think the best way to, to to describe it is you need to watch this match and formulate your own opinion because here's the thing. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, I can't go spot by spot because there's too many. But I think that everybody gets their spot. Um, the one thing I would change about this is that is that Mark Briscoe wins for his for for his team? Um, I would have probably had Jay pick up the win because he's the Ring of Honor World Champion. Um, yeah. I mean, but they, we hit the Jay Driller and we hit the Froggy. Yeah. That's kind of the that's kind of the yeah. line of succession there, um, which is how they they that that's how they normally do it. That's fine. Um, I think with the way the card went though, with Jay Lethal being the only Ring of Honor guy to pick up a win, it, it, it would have meant, I think, a little more for me had Jay picked up the win instead of Mark. But that's a very, very, very minute nitpick about this match. Um, I mean, you could say the same thing. Um, and you could say the same thing. One of, one of the members of War Machine could have picked, picked up the win, and it would have meant a lot for them. You know? So... Yeah. is what it is um, but more importantly after the match we get a stare down with AJ Styles and Jay Briscoe uh, only to be interrupted by the franchise Jay Lethal comes out attacks both men um, Lethal stands tall to close the show obviously next month would be best in the world where it'd be winner take all and he would be successful in that and he would be he would hold all of the singles gold. So that is Global Wars 2015. Jeff, final thoughts. Um, just remembering wrestling for what it used to be. <laughs> uh, so great. Such a good card. Star-studded. New Japan, Ring of Honor, obviously Global Wars. But um, it's just – it's – it's 
it's wild because you know you look at this card and you also you think it's you can tell it's from a while ago but then also it looks like it was from a, you know a month ago depending on what pay-per-view you're watching like so mm-hmm. um which i think is a testament to the guys guys uh in it and wrestling and this that and other but i loved it i'm ring about a mark this is a great show um but it's trying to honor for me, this is very reminiscent of a typical New Japan card where you have kind of your undercard matches to start, maybe one or two tag matches at the beginning. And then as the card progresses, you get these bigger matches. And then, of course, the main event is the biggest match that you can book on the entire card. And it's very reminiscent of an old school New Japan card in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if um, the main event wasn't your match of the night, you could make an argument for either the Nakamura ACH match, uh, the Okada Alexander match. Um, honestly, other than the main event, didn't really like any of the tag matches. I mean, and I. And I say that as being they are probably average for me. And then um, out of the three, probably um, the Kingdom tag tag match was probably the most enjoyable. Um, the the three-way was fine. Uh, Lee Lethal getting the win was a huge statement, I think, for himself and, and Ring of Honor. Um this 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 was a really strong card and i know that i'm nitpicking an entire lot but it's easy to nitpick on a card i think that you enjoyed more because you're trying because if you're trying to be more you're you're trying to be more objective you know you're going to try yeah. and find the little small minute points whereas we watched slamboree um earlier this month with our with our good buddy Travis and um, and we completely shat all over it because there's so much garbage and so much crap to dig through and so yep. much to talk about um, but th- but this was a really strong card um, if you are a current fan of professional wrestling um, I would strongly recommend this to be a watch for you there is one god two i i can count on one hand the guys that aren't wrestling right now honestly i mean liger's retired um i god honestly yeah. don't know what bj whitmer's doing yeah um elgin ACH. just won yeah I guess they see ACH still wrestling. Probably. I, I just haven't seen him in a while. Elgin just won the um, Noah the uh, Noah tag ta- uh, or the Noah tag titles yesterday. So he's making waves in Japan uh, again. Um, I mean, you can say the same thing for war for a war machine who are on NXT 2.0, but it's another story for a different day. Um, you know what? Go watch this show, okay? You're gonna see everybody that you typically see on TV on a week to week basis. You're gonna have a good time. 
Let's talk about next week, though, Jeff. Next week is a huge weekend. Uh, not only is it Memorial Day weekend, um, but we are welcoming back our good friend Eddie Shepard uh, from Wrestling Ruined, but also Next Generation Wrestling Tennessee. Uh, they have a show that night. Right? They, have a, they have a show on Sunday night. We normally record on Sunday mornings. He's recording with us on Sunday morning. And then having his show that night. So um, he said it wasn't a big deal, but I still feel very honored that they, that, he, that he would make the the exception here for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, to come on and record and talk about NXT Takeover Chicago. Uh, this is uh, the first one that'd be in 2017. Um, would you like to know the opener and the main event? Let's do it. Um, so the opener is Eric Young um, oh, you are. being accompanied by Sanity. Oh, uh, yeah. Also EY, like the man, like the man of a thousand gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you, like, are you and, saying and, he's the new Ed? Are you saying that he's the new Ed, Ed Leslie? <laughs> That's a great quote. <laughs> um, well, I'm just saying like, the, the, like the, he's had so many looks depending on when you've seen him, like mm-hmm. you could see him in one of his like deals and not know, you know, cause like he has facial hair, then he has hair, then he has red hair, then he has no hair, then he has like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this has so many gimmicks, you know, so many gimmicks, which, which I think is great testament to how good he is, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's taking on Roddy Strong, obviously. Um, and in the main event, you have the Authors of Pain, Razar. Um, fun fun fact if you didn't catch it over the last couple of days in the news, uh, they've actually started their own wrestling promotion in Europe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, they were on they were on sessions with with a with a Renee, I think it was over the last couple of weeks, and they seem really excited, really, really dedicated. So um be excited to see that once it gets some legs. Um, but there was Paul Ellering still on this show, um, taking on DIY, that is Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, this is the ladder match for the NXT Tag Team Championships, currently held by AOP. AOP? Boy, boy they have a run. Oh. And no, then it they, wasn't, it, it wasn't they, like the Ascension. But, the, but, and then they but get it was a run. run so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got for you this week. Uh, Jeff, one more time, just for the people in the back, where can people find you on social media? Jeff M. Hall one. And I need to look into it because I don't know if one's taken actually. Oh, I would assume gosh. so, but oh, no, I don't know. Might, might have to change it. I, I, after the show, I'll be hitting up my uh, social media. Um, not manager, my you know, uh, consultant, Consig- which, consigliere, which, consigliere, which is in fact Ryan Coddington. Yeah, yeah, it's bad, it's me. Um, also, uh, another man of a thousand gimmicks. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, you would, you would, you would think. Um, but guys, we're on, we're on social media everywhere you type in WP Pod One, we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook. You can listen to all of our episodes. You can go directly to Anchor uh, by by Spotify. You can head to Apple, 
you had to Google, Amazon, we're all over the place. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, you can go directly to Anchor to do so. Or if you'd like to get some swag, get some merch on you, um, you just got to head over to our Teespring page that is actually on our Twitter page. Uh, click the link. And through the end of May, you can use the code WPMAY to get 25% off your entire order. You can use that code and you can also use their afterpay service. It's a pay in for service. You pay a quarter at checkout and then a quarter every two weeks thereafter. Uh, totally free. So head on over to Teespring, check out all of our stuff. And with that, another chapter in the book. We're closing the 25th episode. Um, here's to another uh, 25 and then another 25 and 25 ap after that. We're going to keep the train rolling. Um, choo choo. Uh, <laughs> uh, take care of yourselves, guys. Have a good week and we will see you next time.